Hi, everyone. I just wanted to apologize for the late release on this episode. About halfway through this episode, we had to stop. I had a personal issue come up literally in the middle of recording the episode. So she had to come back and we had to do this, you know, basically start from the middle of the the episode to record it. So you might hear a noticeable break in the middle. Not sure yet. I haven't edited it just yet. Uh, but again, I just wanted to apologize. So I will be releasing this one. It's going to be kind of late, even the Friday after it was supposed to be released. But I'm also going to be releasing something next Friday to kind of make up for it. And because it's the start of the spooky season, I want you guys to expect one episode every Friday through the whole month of October. I've already got everything lined up and already started researching everything. So just get ready, guys. It's going to be really awesome and spooky. I'm excited. But thank you for tuning into this episode. And I hope you enjoy our part two of Glitches in the Matrix. It's my job on this expedition to try and find any evidence, dead or alive, to the existence of this. How are you? Oh, I'm I'm all right. I'm pretty good. Can't complain. I mean, I can complain, but I'm not going to complain on here. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> no, I've been I've been busy at work and and doing Kaylee's room and Kaylee's room is looking fantastic. Yeah, like I'm so excited for her. I know I am too. I I, I need to work on it a little more. She's actually been doing things here and there, but I know I need to do stuff to it more, but. I get lazy after work. I've got a couple sanders. Actually, I have two. I have, I have power one. sanders. Yeah. So if you want one of these days, if everything's going well, mm-hmm. um, I can come over. Maybe Rylan can watch the boys and the three of us can attack the room. That would be nice. Yeah, that would be very nice. Just let me know. Um, yeah. As long as everything's going good over there. Well, then you let me know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's it's more okay. like I'm waiting for a phone call for something not to be okay. I know. Um, everything's just been super stressful, but that's mm-hmm. why we're going to be here, and we're not going to talk about that, because no. that's over there. We're good. Exactly. Yeah, so, I know a few weeks ago, you gave me my birthday present on the air, so I know your birthday's not yet, but it's coming up, so I'm going to give you your birthday present. Yay! Thank you! You're welcome. Oh, you I'm go. so excited. It's not this wrapped up all box. pretty, but... It's, you know, it's perfect, because it's in an Amazon box. Yeah! And Amazon is perfect. I know. I love Amazon. <laughs> Oh, there's more than one thing. Oh, yes. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> what is this? Colored pencils? Colored pencils. Yay. You got those for a reason. I did? Yes. They Yay. go with another thing. Okay. I like colored pencils. I think it actually goes with the thing below that. With this? No, it goes below that. Ooh. That, that came with the colored pencils? I wasn't expecting that. Oh, the Animal Kingdom coloring book. This yeah. will be fun. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that. The... The other thing I actually did order for you. That was just an extra. Well, this will be for my ER visits. Not mine. Family members here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ooh, what is this? That. 
is the thing I ordered. Make life your bitch. <laughs> Adult coloring book. Yes. Oh my goodness, I love it. <laughs> That's why you got the colored pencils. Oh my goodness, this is going to be fun. I'm going to have to hide this from my oldest. Yes. When I say the oldest, I mean the husband. Oh. he's going to want to color it. <laughs> well, I figured because you like to, you color with your boys every once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> this is awesome. I yeah. am so excited. Yeah. Yay. Yay. Oh, I'm going to color one and give it to you. Oh, yay. Good. Oh, I'm so excited. Thank you. You're welcome. What else is in here? That. The next. A... <laughs> that was just for you. <laughs> Psychic development for beginners. Yes. Happy birthday. Thank you. <laughs> a practical guide to developing your inner and psychic gift. <laughs> but I'm not psychic. Yes, you are. That's why I got you the book. <laughs> okay. I'll read it. We'll, we'll see how that works out. Okay. Now, what's this? This looks exciting. Well, that was a... Because you're kind of a crafty person. Yes. And you like dogs. I love dogs. So they kind of go together. But I didn't realize it said what it said at the bottom until I bought it. Okay. So it's one of those push things. So you put nails in it. Okay. And then you use string for yarn. Oh, I've done these? Yeah. To, oh, this to is do fun. it. Mm-hmm. Is that why it has string and yarn? Yes. And nails? Yes. Oh, this is exciting. Yes. So, and at the bottom it says, <laughs> my kids have paws. Yes. <laughs> I'm like... Okay, well, you have real kids, and I guess you have dogs, so it half counts? It's like some of my kids have positive. Yes. Really cool. <laughs> Yay, birthdays! Yay! Thank you, Heather. You're welcome. I really appreciate it. This is going to be exciting. Yeah. I like the coloring book. <laughs> I've be been fun. sitting on this stuff for two weeks. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm like me. <laughs> you don't order it, like, yeah. the day before. Well, I generally do. Yeah. But then... When Brittany was here, we said something about birthdays, and I'm like, uh, Taryn's birthday's coming up. I gotta get something for her. Oh, because we were talking about your blanket. Yeah. 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 Like, with your blanket, I, I legit, like, I was sitting, I was at work, and I'm like, Heather's birthday is around the corner. I don't know when it is, but it's around the it corner. It is around the corner. So I ordered the blanket, and then the next day, Face was like, Heather Gurney's birthday. I'm like... It's on its way. Hey. <laughs> That's fine. I generally I let Facebook tell me, but I actually do have your birthday and Brittany's birthday in my calendar. Yay! Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Of course, I never get into my calendar, but I mean, my calendar is color coded. Every once in a while, I'll get into my calendar. <laughs> At work, sorry to go off on a different, completely different subject. I made shirts for my job to try to drum up more business i guess i don't know but we're selling them on my company's website so this has nothing to do with the podcast this is my day job but i made these shirts and they're keep calm shirts but for machinery machining nice so i'm wearing one that looks really good though when i first saw it i thought it was a sew machine i'm like that's not a sew machine no it's a lathe what company did you go through to make it i have no idea okay apparently we have shirt people I don't know. <laughs> but but these are very basic. Like it. Yeah, it's very basic. It says, keep, keep calm, calm and, and turn, turn on. on. <laughs> and we got one for a mill and one for a grinder. Nice. So it's keep calm and mill on or keep calm and grind on. That is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. No, they're, they're you know. It looks good. 
This is also the best part of these shirts. We only got them in one size. Your size. Well, I didn't think I'd fit into this. <laughs> we only bought them in XL. Nice. So, 1X. That looks fantastic. And, I mean, it's a little tight. Guess what? We can finally share shirts. Oh, yay! <laughs> yes! <laughs> I wear 1X. <gasps> yes! But it's most of the time it's because I like my shirts to be, yeah. like, looser, but then everything up here is, like, super tight. Yeah. So, yeah, I wear 1Xs so we can share shirts now. Yay! That's exciting. Now, I know, it, it's just, I don't know. I pulled the shirt out and I'm like, this isn't going to fit me. No, it looks fantastic. I guess I'll try it on. Yeah. And I was wearing one of my favorite 2X shirts that I have. Man, that thing's almost a dress on me. Even better. I know. <laughs> almost a dress. You not can... quite. If I lift my arms, you can see everything. <laughs> well, you could do the whole high school thing where you take your hairband and like tight, tighten it yeah. around your hips kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, I could do that. Oh. Bring back the style. <laughs> yes. Uh, but I'm I'm excited. I'm No, that you look and I love the thanks. dark hair. It looks really good with the shirt. Thanks. I got something kind of random. Um, my husband and I were talking to a I guess a coworker of sorts. Yeah. Realized that we're not the only random people and I'm curious if you ever did this like either now or as a kid, a teenager or whatever. Mm-hmm. Is just be bored. Or maybe tipsy because you just left the bar. <laughs> but just randomly go to Walmart and just walk around. Oh, all the time. Like, I'm bored. I'm going to Walmart. All the time. Especially when I was a teenager. Yeah. That's literally all we did. Well, like, when I lived in Nevada, it was, like, the thing to go to Walmart at 3 o'clock in the morning because that's when all the weirdos came out. And mm. if you live in Nevada and you go to Walmart at 3 o'clock in the morning, I'm not talking about you. <laughs> I am. No. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like, my husband and I, like... um, when he'd get off work, he's like, I'm, he was too amped up to stay home, but didn't want to go out and do something. So he'd just go walk around Walmart. Hmm. It was great because he'd randomly bring home stuff. Yeah. But then Walmart closed during the epidemic. And a couple weeks ago, he's like, I'm going that. to Walmart. And I'm like, they closed at eight. You he's can't like, now. Crap. <laughs> I know. But you can still go to Walgreens. They're still open 24 hours, I think. No, I don't think so. I thought they Not were. all of them. Only well, some of them. The one on Stellhorn and Maple Crest is. But my uh, our, my coworker, she's like, yeah, my daughter goes to Walmart at 3 o'clock in the morning. Yep. She just walks around to watch people. I'm like, mm-hmm. ah, we do that. I do it all the time. Okay. All right. Well, if you live here in Fort Wayne and you do decide to, if they continue to, if they start opening up at 24 hours again, if you go to the Walmart on cold water at 3 a.m., let me know if you hear bagpipes. Or if you see a guy wearing a kilt walking around, I really want to know. Because if you see that, I want to let you know that you just saw a ghost. You've talked to me about that one. You want to hear something creepy that's been going on at my house, apparently, that I'm not aware of? I mean, aside from the like person that randomly looks at your window? Who? <laughs> oh my God, you. don't do that. <laughs> Why would you ever do that to me? Because I love you. Oh, just a terrifying <laughs> thought. <laughs> Oh my god, no. <laughs> so, I think Kaylee's one of those people who's a bit more open to things than other people are. Okay. You know how some people are just more open? They're more sensitive. Yeah, yeah and some people are just more closed off. It's, not, it's just natural. It's nothing you can really do. I think I'm naturally closed off. I don't want to be. I just think I am. Yeah. But I think she's naturally more open. Because she says that she sees things 
all the time in our house. And I'm always like, what do you see? She says, sometimes they're dark shadows that look like people, but sometimes they're light shadows that look like people. Like, well, that's just weird. I don't know who they are. Maybe it's grandma and grandpa coming to visit. I don't know why one's white and one's dark, but I don't know. I mean, I can understand what she's talking about because I've experienced that too. Just a little different. Apparently happens all the time. Huh. Even Tyler had something creepy happen. Weird. He, he, it was actually just a couple nights ago. He was sitting in our, in the nerd room, in the chair. Yeah. Kyla was sitting right next to him. He never lets Kyla sit on him, but he'll sit next to him. Yeah. <laughs> and he kept hearing things like falling off the counter behind him. Kaylee was asleep. The other two were asleep. I was asleep. He was the only one awake. And it wasn't the cat. Huh. I don't know. I have no idea. So, you know the house, like, two, hard, two doors down from me that normally, like, goes all out for Halloween? Yeah. I love them. Yeah. So, and I love their decorations. So, in September, I, when I drive past their house, I would start looking at their door to see their decorations. Yeah. Well, I saw this really creepy looking um, person that was sitting, like, on their like mm. stool, and I'm like, oh, they got a new Halloween decoration. Yeah, like it was pale. It was you could see like the indents, the bones on Ugh. the face, but it had the skin on it. Yeah, uh, it had nice like curly hair, and so it was just sitting there, and it's very still. And so I'm as I'm driving, I'm admiring this new Halloween prop. Yeah, and all of a sudden the head turns at me and like starts Ooh. following me, and then it blinks. Oh my god! And it's then I'm, a like, person. I, I stopped and I looked back, and the hand went up and she waved. <laughs> And so I went back and I like drove a little faster. I'm like, oh, that's an old lady. It's a person. <laughs> I feel so bad. I thought it was a Halloween prop. <laughs> you thought an old lady was a Halloween prop. <laughs> she was creepy looking. Like, I thought it was a Halloween prop. It was so realistic because the first, when she first moved her head, uh-huh. it was so, like, let me see if I can do it. It was like. Very subtle. Ah! It's like I had to look away and look back, and then I'm like the hand oh was like waving at me. I'm like, ah! <laughs> creepy old lady, yeah. and I haven't seen her since. Oh, that's great. I have not seen her since. Oh, that's really funny. <laughs> I felt so bad. Was it an old lady or was it a ghost? I don't know. Oh, man. That's the thing because I haven't seen her. I've, I've looked when I drop my kid off, when I pick him up, random times in the hospital, and come back. Like, all the random, like, driving that I'm doing. I always yeah. glance at the house. I've never seen it since. Maybe it was a ghost. Maybe it was an old lady ghost. It was creepy looking. <laughs> if so, that's the most realistic old lady ghost ever. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> She's just, like, inside. Like, oh, the creepy lady's staring at me from her car, and I'm going inside. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're the creepy lady. It's possible. <laughs> it's very, very uh, possible. I forgot that I put this on here last time I was here. The- yeah, I told Tyler it was there. <laughs> there we go. That's fine. <laughs> they are loud. They are. Man. Well, let's go ahead and get started since we're 25 minutes in. We had a lot to talk about. We did have a lot to talk about. That's fine. All right. So this is just a continuation of last week of are we living in a simulation? Are we? What do you think? No. Could this be a simulation? I don't think so. I think it could be. I mean, it's... I'm not... Saying that we're not. Mm-hmm. I'm saying I choose to believe that we're not. Okay. 
Does that make sense? Yeah. Oh, one. Yeah, definitely. I would rather this not be a simulation. But is it possible? I think it is possible. Every, anything's possible. Like mm-hmm. I, I believe in ghosts. I see ghosts. I don't necessarily believe in Bigfoot. Like I'm working on it, but yeah. I don't believe in Bigfoot. I do. <laughs> so there's some things that I believe in, some things that I don't. I don't think that we're living in a simulation. But I think it could be possible. Like maybe it's just that good that I don't realize it. But you're not supposed to realize it. No, you're not. Yeah. So it, it's supposed to be all exactly the same. I'm kind of going off the Matrix here yeah. and the Animatrix. If you ever seen the Animatrix, it's like a precursor to the Matrix. The and no, their animations. Oh, it's really good. You should watch it. It's on HBO Max. I don't have that. I do. Anyways, it's really good. Okay. But it does kind of explain in there, like, the thought of if you're going to have a simulation, then why not have one where everyone is happy and everything's perfect so everyone can, you know, just be happy. And take out all this evil crap that's going in another world. Yes, exactly. That would be nice. Yeah. But then people would get bored. According to this, it didn't work because you can't have good without having bad. Makes sense. And people would, would pop out of it all the time. Therefore, if this is a simulation, it would make sense that, well, some things in your life are going to get screwed up and it's going to suck. Well, yeah, I understand that. Like, I get it. I'm just saying. Like, uh, I feel like that proves it even more that, yeah, it could be a simulation. Yeah. You know, your husband's dying, you know. He's yeah. not dying. I'm, d- I'm not. He's not dying. I'm not saying that. I'm, d- I'm just more of a... a Example. (laughs) But no, I'd be like like your loved ones passing. Like, for example, in the Bible, we used to live for, what, 500 some odd years? Yeah. And now we only live for, like, maybe 100 if you're lucky. Yeah. But some would say that whereas it says years in the Bible, that was not translated properly. I can believe that, too. (laughs) So it, it may not have been actually 500 years. Don't tell them that. Okay. Just a thought. (laughs) so my other thought then if this is a simulation why is this a simulation why are we living in a simulation what happened how could this have been a simulation because we're batteries we are batteries well according to the matrix that's what we are i was kind of going off of um so hypothetically we're we're in this simulation right yeah and whoever controls disney or the pixar theory Right? Whoever controls Pixar uh-huh. is trying to tell you, wake up, you're a battery. But they can't tell you because they're going to get in trouble. Hence, the Pixar theory where everything relates back to a battery. I don't know this theory. You don't know the theory? No. So it all connects. Like, all the Pixar movies okay. connect. Okay. In one way or another. Yeah. <laughs> That's a fantastic ringtone. <laughs> and I'm not very good at explaining it. You're going to have to go, like, YouTube Pixar theory. Okay. But all the movies connect. And it's basically, everything's a battery. Like, the toys only come alive when people are around because the people are the batteries, which is why when people stop playing with the toys, the toys stop living in Toy Story. Okay. Um, something happened, and now the cars are alive, and the cars are batteries for something else. Everything, you're going to have to watch it. They explain okay. it better. Yeah, I'll have to watch but it. But yeah. you'll understand, like, go watch the Pixar, um, Super Carlin Brothers mm-hmm. Pixar Theory. Okay. Okay. Think about, when you're watching that, think about it. It's like, okay, if we're all batteries, 
maybe maybe we are in the simulation mm-hmm. and whoever's running pixar is trying to tell us like hey you guys are a battery wake up fix this because you're a battery controlling this machine hmm. or for this machine that's taking over the world hmm. okay so if this is a simulation according to that theory it is exactly like the matrix and the machines have taken over and now yep, we're all batteries okay so the movie was pretty damn spot on maybe maybe or I have another theory. And what would that be? So, you know, way back in 2011, people were starting to freak out that, oh, my gosh, the Mayan calendars end in 2012. That means... The world's ending. The, the, the Mayans must have known something that we didn't know. Or they just like, got tired of calculating something way after they would be dead. That's what I think. But there is some good evidence that maybe possibly the world actually did end in 2012. But before the world actually did end in some unknown way, we were all able to be uploaded into the system. system. Basically, the iCloud, yes, into a system. So if you just think of... This big, huge computer system left on the Earth that houses us, but there's just no people anymore. But the computer system's running off of solar power or something. I don't know. This guy has a pretty darn good theory about the world ending in 2012, and I kind of want to go through that a little bit with you. This guy named Nick Hinton kind of posted a bunch of stuff on Twitter, and explaining why he thinks the world has ended in 2012 so he's got some some interesting ideas since 2012 it kind of seems like some odd things maybe have started happening (coughs) some would say okay like you know 2020 donald trump becoming president and a few other things that have happened i don't understand this one but um that also said, and that the United Kingdom would seemingly shoot themselves in the foot over Brexit. I don't know what that means. I don't understand that one. I'm sure you guys over in the UK understand that. I haven't looked it up. I don't get it. Whatever. A lot of things have been happening kind of since 2012. And he started posting things. And he said he's had this thought that the world has ended. And he remembers seeing stuff online about it all the time. But now that he tries to go back and find said articles again online, they're nowhere to be found. So he's trying to piece this puzzle together himself without, you know, reading back through the stuff that he can't find anymore. The, there is a, the year that scientists at, um, have you ever heard of CERN? No, I have not. A CERN is this, it's this big place that does a lot of scientific Things like um, particle accelerator. Okay. And Stephen Hawking predicted that said particle accelerator could destroy the universe. Or create a catastrophic vacuum of decay. That's what Stephen Hawking said. Kind of sounds like um, mm-hmm. oh, the Flash mm-hmm. for the DC universe. Yes. Yes, because it blew up and it kind of created. created a whole thing. Yeah. That's not technically what the uh, particle accelerator would do. There, his thought is that CERN maybe accidentally did do something with their particle accelerator, and it maybe created a black hole that sucked us in without us even noticing. 
and we're just now kind of living in this black hole, but technically the world has ended because that will accelerate. It kind of accelerates the dying of things. So we would, so basically we're in a world that's dead. <laughs> kind of like a, a star that died out, but we're still seeing its light because it's light years away. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. All right. Yeah. There's some, some kind of weird thing happening, you know, mass shootings happening all the time. Happens all the time. I hate to show it happens all the time. I think that's more like parenting and gun safety. Oh, sure. Than like a phenomenon. I don't know. His big argument, and we've done an episode about this, his big argument is the Mandela effect. Okay. Of us living in a, a simulation rather than the real world. So what he's thinking is some people are actually remembering things from the real world, but in this simulation, they didn't get quite right. So what things actually are may not be how they actually are, and it could be what people are remembering, but because it's not how it is in our simulation, people are saying, no, you're crazy. You're not remembering things right, even though they probably are remembering things right, because it's from when we were actually alive. Like what? Well, you know, we did our whole episode. Well, I understand that, but I want to hear his examples. Oh, okay, okay. So, you know, how things are spelled. Um, You know how we did the J.C. Penny, where um, we thought it was just... The, the penny was P-E-N-N-Y. Yeah. But it actually is P-E-N-N-E-Y. Like, I, I, don't, I don't know. So just, you know, things like that and the Mandela effect. There's lots of different things in the Mandela effect. And there's a few things we didn't cover. Like, did we cover the Statue of Liberty in that episode? I don't think so. I don't think so. So some people remember the Statue of Liberty being in a completely different location than where it is. Some people remember it being on Ellis Island rather than on Liberty Island. And he, he's got some pictures to go with it. There is actually a painting here that does clearly depict the statue being at Ellis Island with no other islands nearby. I mean, it's very possible the person just, you know, decided to paint it that way. Yeah. You see, what I'm thinking is this person did paint both islands, but you can't really tell because of the... The perception. The yeah, the it's the perception of where he's at. Like, if he moved over here and painted it, you would see the separation of islands. Yeah, I could see that. Uh, I don't know. But, and this is another thing that you could very easily just do yourself, but there apparently are people that have been posting pictures of the Statue of Liberty just being gone. Yeah, there's an app for that. I know. It's called edit. <laughs> yeah. I know. Erase. I know. But a, I know. And if it's if weird. we didn't live in the technology that we do, right? Yeah. Like, let's back up to the 80s. Hell, even the 90s. Mm-hmm. Right? And you showed me that picture, it'd be a little more like, okay, what happened here? Yeah. But I can take a picture of a room. And get rid of all the stuff in the background, but just keep my kids in there and make my make that area look like fantastic. Yeah, in a picture. Oh yeah, how it. <laughs> exactly. So I, know. I I I have no faith in the pictures you just showed me. I don't of either. I don't either. I actually don't believe this <laughs> stuff because it's very easy to edit, especially nowadays. Even I can do it, and I'm not great at that stuff. No, it does. But like I could. Me. Like it does. What if that is true? Yeah. But with today's technology, it's hard to believe. Yeah. So there's another thing that kind of has to do with the Statue of Liberty. So right before 
uh, the U.S. entered into World War I, the Germans actually did commit an act of terrorism on U.S. soil. I didn't know this. It was considered one of the largest artificial non-nuclear explosions to ever have occurred. This explosion that happened is actually the whole reason why the Statue of Liberty's torch is closed to the public. You can't go up there anymore. It's been closed for over a hundred years. But there is actually people who have taken pictures from inside the torch. Yeah, it's called knowing somebody. I don't know. I don't know, because there are some people that just say, like, no, like, I was just there. I took this picture. Like, it's not closed. I was just there. Hmm. I don't know. Well, to continue, there's actually... Have you ever heard of 4chan? No. It's this It's this page that... um, It's like a discussion page. People can just, like, do different things on it. It's, a, it's weird. Like a chat room. Kind of, but it's more like discussion board. I don't know. It's weird. I've never actually been on it myself. I just... It, I think that's what it... What, I've heard of 4chan, and it's kind of seedy and weird, and people aren't, they're weird on there. Well, most people on chat groups are weird. Usually, yes. But, back on 4chan, there was a post by someone who claimed to be one of 23 scientists at CERN responsible for creating the Mandela Effect. So he claimed that the planet was destroyed... And we were all placed in a simulated world. <laughs> what is his claims? Hold? Like, how is he claiming this? Well, uh, he's one of the scientists. I don't know. Right. Let me see your evidence. I mean, like, if we're in a simulation, I don't think you can. Hack it. <laughs> Maybe some people have. <laughs> Maybe that'll explain all the weird shit that's going on this year. Maybe. This guy continues his theories and it is also talking about maybe like having a simulation within a simulation like it's this weird thing like um it's like the thing of the multiverse you've we've talked about the multiverse yeah. before I, I i don't it oh man it kind of hurts my brain to think about it a little bit so if we think that okay so what if we were already in a simulation and that simulation had, like, a bug in it that ended in 2012. So we're in a new simulation. So now we're in yet a simulation inside the simulation. Well, in that case, how do you know we are only in one simulation? Well, this could be the 50th one exactly. in our lives. If we're actually in one, which I don't think we are, but... We could be. We, I'm not saying we're not, but I'm not saying we are either. Oh, man. I tried having this conversation with Rylan earlier. <laughs> oh, that must have been fun. It was quite interesting i kept saying okay but i know i'm real because i'm me and i know i'm real how do i know you're real <laughs> it's like but i am real i came out of you i'm like that doesn't mean anything <laughs> oh, you know what's really fun to do and i've done it to my oldest and what? i've got a couple of my friends that does, does it to him all the time hey look how pretty the purple sky is <gasps> No, Uncle Denver, it's blue. No, it's purple. And the grass is blue. No, that's green. No, it, it's blue. And totally messes them oh, up. And then yeah. it takes them like three days to like switch it back to where it's supposed to be. I'm like, that's not nice. He's only four. Have you ever thought of that before, though? It's very possible. No, I mean, like, so 
green is green and everyone knows what green is but what if green to me looks completely different than what green is to you that's what colorblindness is oh my god what is so weird yeah you know what's really fun to do to people what which you could do with a simulation like you know just kind of simple you go into a group of people like a fair mm-hmm. and then just randomly stare up into the sky just stop and stare up into the sky yeah people will stop oh, and yeah. stare with you that's a fun social experiment <laughs> I want to do that now. <laughs> the other thing you can do is like, so if you have to, like, next time you have to go to the doctor's appointment and Tyler goes with you, mm-hmm. get comfy and then, like, randomly switch your legs. Right? Yeah. And eventually he's going to switch to the same spot. Really? And my husband did that to me when we went to his cardiology appointment. Mm-hmm. He would randomly, like, switch his legs. He goes, ha, it does work. If you're, like, close to a person, like, mentally and physically close with a person, th- they will actually mimic the way that you sit because it's, huh. like, you like that person, that person likes you. Which is like way back when, when you would date people, mm-hmm. you would do that to see if they actually liked you or not. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. Try it. It's actually rather entertaining. I didn't realize he was doing it until he said something. I guess we'll see if my husband actually likes me. We'll <laughs> <laughs> see. That's kind of cool. I like that. Continue with, with this man's theory. Okay. Besides the Mayans... Who, you know, quote unquote predicted that the world would end in 2012. Here's my thing with the Mayans. Like, I'm pretty sure they just got tired of doing it. I'm definitely. Like, like there's got to be an endpoint at some time. Like, oh, yeah, life won't be anymore. 2012, we're done. You know, we're just I'm just done with this year. You know what? It's probably not even that. It's just more like, I am sick and tired of writing this crap out. You know what would have been really funny? <laughs> what? Is if the Mayans would have stopped it in 2020. <laughs> <laughs> Now that would be quite the coincidence. I know, That'd be right? cooler. <laughs> but they aren't the only ones that predicted whatever. I hate saying that because I don't think they actually did. I think they just got sick and tired of writing it out. That's my opinion <laughs> on that. Yes. But there was more people who actually did predict the world ending in 2012. There was a man named Terrence McKenna who believed 2012 would be the end. But it would actually be a reality rearranging event. Hmm? Again, if that happened in 2020, it'd be a little bit more reasonable. I don't know. Still kind of cool, though. There's actually some some pictures to go through about this. So it's this graph. And it looks like a spiral. (laughs) I'm telling you, this thing is going to hurt my head. Uh, So it basically is like time goes around and around and in smaller and smaller loops until eventually it runs out. So their prediction was time was moving in this fashion. And 2012 is basically when it unraveled. That's the ending point. That was it. Well, infinity doesn't have an end. That is true. But in this graph, there's an end. (laughs) How do you know it doesn't go this way? Probably because the arrow that says time points the other direction. Exactly, because it says the other direction. What if the person that made that is dyslexic and mixed up the arrow? I don't know. (laughs) I don't think so. They did spell time. Yeah, because that's the way you'd read it. All you have to do is take that arrow, which is curved the exact same direction, and put it this way. Yeah. I'm just saying. Could have been a technical error 
on their part. I don't know. Here we go. Look at this, though. Here, look. This is the emergence of the Homo sapiens. So this is us. And then, oh, agricultural revolution. Oh, industrial revolution. Oh, information revolution. And then, oh, no. So there's this guy named Preston B. Nichols as well who wrote books that detailed um, uh, the Mont... You ever heard of the Mon- Montauk experiments? No. They were experimenting with time travel. And this man supposedly was part of it, so he's been writing books about it, and he claimed that they were never able to time travel past 2012 because there was no future beyond it. Mm. Very possible. Or they just said that because they don't want people in the future, aka now, to use time travel to not have 2020 be this weird chaos thing. Now, I'm thinking that we're still in the simulation. They're just trying to mix things up a little bit. Hmm. Just trying to mix it up. I'm just saying, like, Halloween falls on a Saturday of a full night, of a full moon. And on the, what is that, the winter? Winter solstice? Not the winter, fall. Fall. I'll just look it up. Okay. But in March. Oh, no, it was in March. It was Friday the 13th of the full moon. Yeah. And you set time forward. Yeah. So Halloween, same weekend, you set time back. It's a full moon. There's also a Friday the 13th. And it's on a Saturday. So Halloween's on a Saturday with a full moon, Mm. and it's a time change. Hmm. So maybe we'll get back to normal. Like, woo, fixed it. I think that's just wishful thinking. I I can be, this this year's been poo. (laughs) Yeah, it has. I agree with that. But, whatever. So, time travel. Okay, yeah. So, according to this man who was part of the Montauk experiments... After 2012, it was like a wall and there was just nothing on the other side. That's why they could never get past that wall. Maybe someone put a really good fire barrier up. Mm. Maybe. But the, the, the weird and interesting thing about this, though, about this guy, was he said this during an interv- interview in 2014. You couldn't. Time travel past 2012. But you're in the year 2014. Yeah, but you're past 2012. That, I guess, if you really want to look at it, is yet another okay, but okay. thing <laughs> saying that we're in a simulation. If he can time travel, where's your proof? He wrote the books. Okay, and J.K. Rowling wrote the Harry Potter series, but yeah, that's but supposed to be not true. She knows that's not true. Just saying. He's saying this is real and i suppose if you read the books you might be able to figure out if some things were true or not i don't have time to read books well then you don't get your proof darn it (laughs) can someone please read that and then like get back to us (laughs) yeah i'll probably read it eventually we'll see so there's another theory floating around that maybe we have actually reached the end of history I didn't end of think history. Yeah. There's an actual end of history. It, so that's because history is everything that happened in the past. Well, we've reached the end. I don't believe it. I think technically it's, every moment you're alive is the end of your of history. I don't know. See this makes sense because everything that you've done in the past, even like five seconds ago, it's your history. Mm-hmm. And history is known to repeat itself. Yes. And it has frequently in the past year, like over years. Mm-hmm. I guess on your end, you could say, well, that's just the simulation restarting itself. So it has to go through the same growing pains it did before, which is why history repeats itself. Mm -hmm. But then why wouldn't they delete that history so you wouldn't know about it? I don't know. 
Yes, and if I die right now, there will be no new history for me because I'm no longer here. So I guess I don't, I don't understand that one. Okay. Then maybe I'm being I too close-minded to all this. No, no. I, I hear the term end of history is not actually the end of history. Events still happen, but humanity has reached the end of its soci- sociocultural evolution. I'm still waiting for that fancy watch thing that I can call people on that, like, takes up my whole arm. You know, smartwatch? No, not like a small little cube. Like, the one where you flick it and, like, your, whole, your entire arm becomes, like, a tablet. Oh, uh, yeah, that'd be kind of cool, but... I'm waiting for that. I like, mean, when that technology comes in, I'll believe it. We're almost there. But but that really has nothing to do with your sociocultural evolution. That's technological evolution. So this theory has nothing to do with time travel or simulations, but really the stagnation of human progress. So at socially, as people, we just haven't progressed any further. I could kind of see that, but at the mm-hmm. same time, like, okay... Wouldn't that be immortality? Like, if you can reach immortality, then you can't progress any farther. That's true, too. Huh. And I personally, I mean, aside from vampires, don't really know anybody who can reach immortality. <sighs> Not yet. There is rumors about a certain someone who possibly is, but I'll talk about him at another date. Alrighty. He's going to be a whole other episode. <laughs> that one's going to be fun. Yay. According to this ma- this guy... I think it is kind of an interesting theory that the the world did end in 2012 or around there, and we're now living in a simulation. Who knows? Well, do they need to get the bugs out of the simulation? (laughs) I can't disagree with that, but who knows? And I'm not even like... I think it is possible and even probable that this could be a simulation. If this is a simulation, then none of us are real. None of this is actually happening. No, it's it goes back to being batteries. Not necessarily. Sometimes people would just be more interested in how, say, like their ancestors were. So this is a simulation of... Of people who obviously are living way further into the future are running a simulation to see how their predecessors worked and, and lived and everything. So they're running a simulation to see how we are. Has nothing to do with us being batteries. We're not real. We're part of a computer. It's like we're the Sims. Hmm. So us doing this podcast right now is not even really actually happening. We're broadcasting to other fake people and said universe. Well, then whoever's running the Sims needs to get off their high horse and fix some crap. <laughs> this whole subject reminded me of uh, this little horror story thing that I read, and I don't even remember who wrote it, but it was a very interesting story. <laughs> it I'm was listening. we're listening. Okay, it was this. Uh, it was a a fiction story, fictional story, but it was this, of this guy who made who got like this um beta version of a game and it was kind of sort of like sims but if you let it run without like being on it it would still continue and time would still go by and things and they would do things themselves so he would let it go for like a day and wake up and his like on his world oh creatures started to evolve like oh that's kind of cool and then you could set it to like 
you know, fast forward. So I set it to fast forward and let it alone. And eventually these, <laughs> these beings became sentient. They became aware. They started civilization and they, and he was then starting to like do things in the game, like starting to change things. He would like flood something or just, you know, do things. So they started like worshiping a God and he's like, I'm that guy. I did that. I'm their God. Cool. And somehow found a way to take messages to said people on this dang computer game. And they kept asking him, why are we here? What's our purpose? He goes, you guys are just a game. I don't know. I just wanted to have fun. And but it was weird because it's like, okay, they're in a sim. They're basically they're in a simulation. But to them, their life is real. And you are this person who is responsible for this whole world on this thing. On a freaking computer. Which sucks because you throw them out every three years. I know. But, and, and then it's like, but what do you do? Like, technically, they're just computer code. But they're self-aware. So what if that's what we are? We're just computer code. We may be self-aware, but we're just computers. It's possible. Very For, possible. Frankly, even even Which scientifically. In, in Here in the next couple of years, if they try to, like, introduce people getting chips like they chip the dogs. Mm-hmm. What if we are computer codes? And then by then, the reason why they haven't shipped us yet is because that would mess up the computer code. Well, I don't think that would mess up the computer code because that's part of the computer. Not necessarily. No, it is. Everything. This is a, this is part of the computer. This is part of the computer. Well, this is. What I meant is like, okay, so now the person who's running the computer, like, yes. ooh, we're going to introduce these, like, this code, this, like, to chip these people that kind of, like, Make it easier to run money and do all this other different stuff. Yeah. Right? But he doesn't know what he's doing. So he introduces it into the system and it's like a bug into the simulation that you're talking about. Or a virus. Oh, you mean the person who's running the simulation is putting it in? Yeah. Mm. Like a virus. Yeah, I don't know. I suppose someone could... Maybe that's what's happening right now. (laughs) I guess we'll never know. But... Honestly, scientifically, though, our world does run like a computer code. There's there's things on it. There's articles. I've read them. I didn't quite understand them, but I understood them enough to go, so our world basically is a computer code. Everything in our world and around us can be broken down to ones and zeros. If that doesn't scream computer code, I don't know what the hell does. Well, yeah, if you want to break it down small enough. Our brains run like computers. Yeah. We basically are computers, so... Who's to say, who's to say that we aren't actually in a simulation? We aren't actually in a computer right now. Because I choose to believe not. Oh my god. I'm going to blow my mind right now. Because <laughs> you keep thinking about it and you're like, oh, I want to see a glitch. Show me a glitch. Where's the glitch? That's and it's so just not, crazy. You're not going to see it. Oh no. So you know how on last, um, the last episode, I read you that story about, yeah, that story about the flying car. Yes. <laughs> Rylan in the car on our way home. He doesn't know about the story. I never told him it. On our way home, he goes, why is that car in the air? I'm like, what are you talking about? Where? <laughs> they had a car on a jack up in the air. That's awesome. <laughs> so, sorry, I'm like, what are you talking about? Where? <laughs> that is freaking awesome. Oh, it killed me. Oh, that was funny. Okay, I I have to be done because I am just blowing my own mind right now. Well, 
Oh, my I have a funny joke for you. Kind of goes back to like glitches. Okay. Real quick. Yeah. So I took my oldest for a bike ride. Right. So I've got the little one on the seat behind my bike and he's riding his bike and we're going, we're in the next neighborhood over. And we pass this car and he goes, oh, mommy, look, it's purple. No, it's blue. No, it's purple. Ah, it's green. <laughs> and I'm like, honey, no, it's just the paint job. It was one of those chameleon paints, oh, like the way that you looked fun. at it. But he was, he was so upset because the car kept changing colors. That's awesome. <laughs> and it took uh, me a second to figure out what he was talking about. It does. That's good. I like that. <laughs> it, was, it was an entertaining bike ride. Like, all right, we got this. Oh, perfect. Okay. I think this is a good spot to end our... We need a joke. Podcast on... Oh, that's true. You need to... Is the pool safe for diving? I don't know. It deep ends. Like it depends. Oh, it depends. Deep ends. Depends. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, good pun. I like it. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys for joining us today. And last week. Last week and everything. And I hope you guys don't hurt your brains oh so much like I have today. But we would love to hear your opinions. Yeah, please. Please send in your opinions. You can contact me at my email heather at fortweirdpodcast.com or on social media um facebook instagram don't do twitter i've just stopped with the twitter but yeah so everyone have a wonderful week and we'll catch you next time bye guys bye the existence of this 